All right. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Wallacher with Rockstyle Gym Method, which includes courses, journals, and one-on-one coaching. And it is all about... Uh, <laughs> I pressed record way too soon. <laughs> um, it is <laughs> all about continuing to be a badass in the gym and that healthy person that you are, but creating more boundaries and flexibility and guidelines and letting go of the rules and letting go of numbers and expectations of what health is and kind of the intense hole that you can fall into when it comes to a healthy lifestyle and defining and creating your version of an athlete and relearning everything along the way. And I'm excited about today's episode because it is literally just me sharing my work as I, or my own process, as I go through my work again, myself. So the last couple of weeks we've been talking about, I'm in my kitchen again. If it's loud, it's echoey. Um, t- sorry, that's, we're gonna, we're doing just fine here. <laughs> Anyways. Ah! Okay. Sorry. I've been watching too many TikToks and I'm really, um, I'm, I'm happy right now. So the last couple TikToks, <laughs> the last couple uh, at podcast episodes. So the first one was talking about letting go of like numbers and letting it define you. And the last one was redefining your therapy so that the gym is something that you can enjoy again and it doesn't control your life. And today, what I want to talk about and dive into is my process of going back into the gym after you take a break or um, after a difficult time where you had to step away. Um, whether it was for your mental health, for physical health, for other concerns that um, you don't need a reason or excuse for, but you're coming back to the gym and you are not at, say, your peak performance or this idea that you have in your head. And you kind of have to start at square one again. And there's a big mindset shift that needs to happen in order for you to get the absolute most out of this. So here's the deal. Uh, It is February when I'm recording this, you're gonna be hearing this in March, and we are still in the COVID pandemic at this time. Now, you do not need a pandemic or a world issue going on in order to have your own issues at heart. Um, There's no excuse, there's no reasons. You can be flourishing while the world is falling apart and you can be falling apart while the world is flourishing. So there is no reason for that. But just to give a little bit of context, um, past year has not been my best year ever. It's been slowly a downhill spiral of not feeling good for me and not having good self-confidence or anything, even though it was a great year of friendship and people in my life. Um, I was just not in a good place personally. So about month, month and a half, almost two months ago, two months ago when you're hearing this, um, I started to, I found a new gym and started going there and it's the environment that I want. It's not exactly everything that I want. I, I know I'm going to have to create that <laughs> at some point, hence why we're going back with Rock Solid Gym. Um, Rock Solid Gym method is the mindset and mentality and the outside work um, that comes into living this life. But uh, Rock Solid Gym will one day be a physical facility, whether it is private or public. Um, fun fact, we are coming back to that after a decade of thinking and sitting on that name. Anywho, so going back to the gym has been really good for me, but it's also been a, 
almost a therapy session every single time and choosing to redefine myself every single time. So here's the deal. When you start going back to the gym after you've taken time away, uh, you need to reevaluate your expectations. You need to reevaluate and look at yourself here and now. And this is something that I have been incorporating in not only my one-on-one coaching, but in my group coaching as well um, for the physical location. So I uh, teach fitness classes at a boxing, kickboxing, and functional training studio. And I've been implementing this because I'm very much a coach of I'm going to encourage you and keep you up to tempo, but I am not going to push you past what you can give. I am leaving all the cards on you to motivate yourself as much as you can and as much as you want. One, because we're wearing a freaking mask and you can only do so much in a mask. And two, you should not be relying on somebody else to motivate and push you to do something that you personally chose to do. Um, you can have them as encouragement, but they are not going to be your defining factor for what you do and don't do. Um, you can build off of them. You can decide you want to do more because they are encouraging you, but that is your own motivation to decide to do more. And I always say to find your own pace, do what works for you. This is your workout. You decide what you want to do. Don't think about it. The less you think about it, the more it makes sense because the more you overthink things, the more you get in your head and the more likely people are to have panic attacks. And I know we do have some members that do have asthma, that do have mental health issues, whether they tell us or not. And the few that have opened up to me, this has been very important. And I've reached out to them and contacted them each because I want to make sure that when they come into the studio, they understand that I am aware and all I am looking for is what they have best for today. And here's what I want to say. Not only was I having to tell myself this every single day and decide to pull back and I had to physically pull myself back because the moment I stepped in the gym and I tried everything out and I was super excited, I tried all the machines, I was exhausted and mentally, I was mentally and physically exhausted because I went back to the training style that I had done four or five years ago and my body is not used to that. It was an intense training style that I had worked up to for years and I cannot just jump back into it. So I had to physically pull myself away from it. And what I tell my classes now and what I keep telling myself as well is give me your best that is today. It may not be the best that you had yesterday. It may not be the best that you have tomorrow, but it is the best that you have today and decide what that best is. I am not looking for all out. I am not looking for the greatest that you can give and you have nothing left to give. The best is whatever you decide you can give today. I don't know what's going on. This I don't say this, but I'm on a tangent now. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what's happening with you and you do not need to explain it to me because we do not need to have a bidding war of who has the worst issues that who has the worst problems and I heard this great saying and I'm not sure who originally said it Um, it was not me but what has hurt you and what is weighing on you and what has possibly broken you may not have broken me and what has broken me and affected me may not break you, but that does not mean that it, that either of our situations is any worse or better. We are not in a war and a fight against the rest of the world. You are just in an existence with yourself and other people around you. And I know that's possibly a little deep, but this is your life. And 
if you're listening to this, health is more than just something that you do. It is a very much a part of you and it is a lot deeper than just I work out. It is a therapy. It is a motivation. It is a stress reliever. It is something that pushes you. It is something you enjoy. It is very much a part of you, but it does not need to define you based on every single workout, every single set, every single rep, every single muscle fiber, every single reflection in the mirror, every single photo that you take. It does not define you. So there were times where I was close to tearing up. There were times where I was starting to have a panic attack and I had to stop. There were times where I couldn't go and I knew that if I did, I would be close to blacking out. And I had many times of that. And that used to be my normal. I thought that was normal to want to, to not want, but I thought it was normal to be close to blacking out. I thought it was normal for the darkness to creep around your eyes like you were going to pass out. I thought it was normal to see stars after sitting up because you were under eating, because you were exhausted, because your body wasn't running right. I thought that was normal. I thought that meant that you were pushing yourself. I was striving for the workouts where I was going to throw up, where I felt like I was going to throw up. I only ever got to the point where I felt like I was going to throw up. And I thought that that was just like a, a coming of age, a, a, like a, uh, why am I only thinking of knighthood into the club? But like the, 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 the thing, the thing that defined you as an athlete was pushing yourself to throwing up. Why is it that... <laughs> The things that we idolize as good things are problems and eating disorders and issues, like actual, actual issues. And we push them under the rug as something that is normal. And that is not normal in any kind of sense. It is not normal to track every single thing that you were eating on a daily basis when you are not preparing for something. If you are in competition, if you are working towards a sport and that is what is required of you, then yes, for a short period of time, I can understand that. Yes, I can understand that when learning about nutrition and understanding the breakdowns of food and how it all fits together so you have an idea and you're not going into it blind, but doing it every single day and pull and like letting those numbers define you and letting them consume your life is not normal. That is not okay. That is an issue. That is a problem. But we normalize that so much. We normalize that so much. And it is not needed. But we think that it's needed because everybody else is doing it. And the bodies that we are looking for and we are trying to reach are saying that this is what they do or that this is what they have done. So we think that we need to do that in order to get this and that and the other. So this is what has been coming up for every single workout. And I haven't been super consistent. I've been going two to four times a week. And the studio that I'm at... They want me to come and start working out there as well and start coming to classes. And I've stayed after work a few times to basically do the workout that I had created for class just to kind of have an idea. Now we have to wear masks um, like in classes when you're working out at the gym, but when the gym is closed and before I do like the big clean and clean down and um, sanitizing, like I would wear it without the mask because I have so many borderline <laughs> potential issues, but that are undiagnosed. And that used to, that's, I think that's a podcast I've created. Um, go look back. There's a lot of them. I think I'm going to, I'm going to start numbering them too. I'm going to have to go back and start numbering them. But, um, I could have, I could have like exercise induced asthma. And when I'm stressed out as well, my very first 
actual anxiety panic attack was in a workout and I couldn't breathe and I made a big deal about it. And I know it looked a lot, but I was just so sick and tired of hiding and covering up that I was in a lot of pain. And I'm worried about that happening in the studio with our members and them knowing who I am. I don't want to have that. I don't, I'm stressed out anyways from work. The gym is very much my therapy and I'm getting to a place where I'm not getting lightheaded during workouts, where I'm not having a mild panic attack, where I'm not having an identity crisis, even in like small senses. Like I'm getting to a good place in my fitness and I don't know if I am quite ready yet for working out in a class because I have sacrificed so much of me to please others that I'm no longer doing that anymore. And I will push that. I will push taking a class back as far as I possibly can until I know that I am ready, where I know that I am going to be okay pulling it back, where I am not going to be going at 100%, where there will be members that are working out harder than me, but it is not but I'm not going to be comparing myself to them. I am not going to be wondering if I am doing enough. I am not going to be wondering what they are thinking of me. I am going to be in a good spot and taking care of myself because that is what the gym is for me. The gym is my therapy. The gym is the one thing that is actually helping me. And I do not want it to be something that could potentially hurt me in the future and could potentially push me farther back from the, all the progress that I have been making. So yeah, for the last two months, I have been going back to the gym and working out and trying to find some consistency in my hectic schedule and trying to eat consistently again. And all of the work that I have done, I am solidifying more and more now. And it's a process, but it's helped me realize even more how much this work, how important this work is. And how it very much is a mental thing. And I've had to say no to more workouts. I've had to cut myself short. I've had to define that this is okay. And this does not mean that I am any less of an athlete, that I am not letting anybody down because this is still for me. I can still be a badass. I can still look like an athlete. I can still be a strong person and I can still be somebody that people look up to and admire, but I am not somebody that is going to be held on a pedestal and feel like I need to put up, hold on to this facade or this image of what other people have thought. And it's all things that I've heard. It's not anything that I've put in my head. It's all things that people have said. And I've been working on not letting that be the defining factor for my existence. So it's been hard, but it's been a daily choice of when I start to get tired, I stop. Of when I start to get lightheaded, I don't do more. Of when I am feeling down and broken because I've been going through some personal stuff as well, um, with my breakup and everything and that whole process, um, where I've just been sad and stressed with work. I've just been run down and peopled out. And I've had to define that it is okay 
when everybody else is doing fine and everybody else is able to handle this, but I'm not, it's not that I'm making excuses. It's not that I'm not strong enough. It's that I know me. I know what I'm able to do, what I want to do, what I can and can't do. And I'm not looking at it any more than just that period point blank. And once you get to that point where it's just a fact and you accept it and you start letting go of caring what other people think of you, of, cre- of caring about what other people think of you in this perception of what they have created or what you have built up um, in the past of trying to please them and trying to put on this good face when that isn't actually you in your full integrity, letting go of that and being okay with people actually seeing who you are and how you are. And maybe it's not as strong or as independent or maybe even as reliable as what you have been in the past, but letting go of that and letting it be okay and learning to be okay with that and accept that you are unstoppable, unfucking stoppable. And it's a good place to get to. It's a hard place to get to. It is a hard place to get to when that's all you've ever done. But it is also a great place to be because I do feel like I am in control of my existence now, not just my life, but my existence, that I'm able to say yes and no, that I'm able to choose what is good and what isn't good for me. And I'm not settling anymore. And that's a great place to be. I worked out yesterday and did my own routine because the last few months I've been, or the last, yeah, the last month basically, I've been following a plan that a friend has given me to kind of get me back in the gym based on what it is that my goals are. And yesterday I went in with, I wanted it to be legs leg days because legs days. I wanted it to be leg day because I want to work on my strength. So I'm breaking it down as squats, deads, chest, and then sumo, sumo deadlifts for full body day, just all around. And then working on sneaking in a fitness class. And if I want to go to the gym another day, then I can go another day. And if not, I don't. But going in and just having that and choosing what I wanted to do for that day based solely on what do I want to do was very fun to get back to because that's how I used to lift when I got comfortable in the gym where it was my therapy. It was also my identity. It was also my downfall. It was also my destruction, but there is a healthy balance, but it still is very much a choice of setting boundaries. And if I notice that I'm going to go into a habit or into some or towards something that was a negative, I will pull back. So if I start to, in squats, notice a back pain and that back pain triggers a fear that I had and that fear will start making me question and doubt my actual abilities in squats, then I'm done for that. And it's baby steps in proving to myself that it will get better and pushing that thought away and proving that I am getting stronger. And if I don't feel like I am getting stronger, then I'm going to do something to make myself stronger and to continue on with that. If it's I'm getting lightheaded, then I'm going to stop. I'm not going to try and do that extra thing, even though I probably, even though I know I can do it. It's just at that moment, looking back at my day, I didn't eat enough. 
I was stressed out. I didn't have enough time. I had to go to work early. I woke up late, whatever it is. And this is all work that um, my courses help with. So subtle plug, but I don't care. Um, food experiment and the movement experiment really help with this breakdown. Like I was saying, I know when I start feeling or seeing something, I know why that is because I'm able to look back and see because life is just information coming in. It is not your worth and value and emotions don't take over. It is all just information and you're able to take it or leave it and you're able to use it. And that's what the experimental mindset is. That's why my journals are called the movement experiment and the food experiment, because with an experiment, there's no success or failure. There's just an outcome. And with that outcome, you get to decide what it is you want to do with it. Do you want to keep it? Do you want to toss it? Do you want to try something else? Um, do you want to continue on with it? What is it that you want to do with it? But ultimately it puts you back in control of your life and gives you a say in what it is that you want out of it. You're able to have that say, and you're able to choose. And with that choice, you take responsibility for it and you start taking responsibility for your life rather than just following what everybody else is suggesting. So getting to that point is monumental. Those courses, those journals help out a lot. The courses go into more depth of what I really want you to get out of those journals. You can get out a lot just going through them, but the mindset work and the process of how I how best I would want it broken down is best in those courses. I'll leave some links below for that, but it's just, it's just really, really good. Um, and if you are struggling with any of that, with, um, your emotional attachment to food, with, um, not trusting yourself with food, um, food experiment will be really good. Or, like I said, if you're working out and realizing that your workouts aren't going well or you're feeling really lightheaded, the food experiment can help out a lot with that, but also the movement one too. And that dives deeper into as well. If any of this sounds like you, especially the last couple of podcasts, um, if you've been struggling with your identity in the gym where it hasn't been your therapy, where it's kind of been your destruction, where it's been, if you've struggled or fallen apart with certain exercises or um, in your diet and it's been your punishment, um, movement experiment will help kind of bring you back. Or if you just feel like you're in a rut and um, you've been doing the same old thing, but you really don't know what else to do and you want to create your own version of an athlete or your own version of health and fitness for you, that will also be a good one. But if you want to dive deeper into it and have more one-on-one -on -one support. Um, I do also do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, it doesn't come with any diets or workout programs. I don't do any of that. It is literally just the mindset work of it because health is a lot more mental than physical. And we dive deeper into creating that and giving you back your control. Cause my ultimate goal is to work myself out of a job to where this information is just common knowledge. Like if I never, get to teach this stuff again in the future because everybody knows and understands it. Awesome. I look forward to that day, but until that day comes, this is what I'm going to start with. So as you go into going back to the gym, I want you to take your pride and ego and your previous expectation or view of yourself of how you were or what your potential is and seeing how you aren't there yet, or you've fallen behind 
I want you to take that out and literally just see what can you give today. Decide that it's going to be a good day, whether it is whether it goes entirely to plan or not. And deciding it's going to be a good day is going to have help you choose that what those better choices, those full-on better choices. And I want that for you, and I know you can have it. But slow down. Don't think about it. Catch your breath. Find your rhythm. Find your pace. And do this for you. This is your workout. What do you want to get out of it? You've only got what you got today, not yesterday, not yesterday's best, not tomorrow's possibilities. All you have is today in this moment, and you get to decide how much or how little you want to give. Neither one is better or worse than the other. It is literally your choice because this is your life. And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned. We've got more episodes coming, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye.